Hello, this is Anne, the Multimedia Director of Kearney First United Methodist Church, and you're listening to our Sunday Morning Sermon Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this sermon. Thank you for turning in. Let us pray. God, you speak to us as we read Scripture. Send your Holy Spirit to open our ears, hearts, and minds so we may hear your message for us today. Amen. Today's scripture reading comes from James 2, verses 14 through 17. What good is it, brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. By the way, my country, South Korea, they have a lot of snow, but we are living in an apartment. We don't need to clean the road. So that's why I didn't know the rule here. Oh, we are talking about we want to be a certain sort of people marked by our commitment. We want to love God. We want to serve others. We want to grow as disciples who make disciples of Jesus Christ every day. So today, we want to talk about caring. Caring is one of the value, one of the spirit we want to carry on every day. And when I was assigned to preach about caring, I thought, oh, it is easy. I can do it. Because I know so many people here, they are good, caring people, and I can recapture all of the works of what you are doing here and what God has been doing here in our church and recapturing every day. I want to say that let's do it, caring for others. Show our kindness and kind action for people, and that's it right? And caring sometimes associated with kindness and caring act and kindness and kind action. So it's kind of easy. I thought that. But as I contemplate more on this subject, caring, I found it a little bit challenging because caring is not just one-time deal, but every day, Everyday deal. We need to carry on this spirit and this value caring every day in our lives. It's pretty challenging. One time we can do, but every day it's hard to do. With this, let us pray. God, we give thanks for your grace upon us. This time, let us open our hearts and minds and listen to you so that we can be your disciples are caring. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In, in my college time, there is a like, legendary writer. I admire him really deeply. I try to read his book as many as possible, but whenever I read his books, I fell asleep. Uh, he has really thick, thick books like this, and his name is Dostoevsky. Do you know them? Like, his famous book is, like, uh, Crime and Punishment and Karamajov's Brothers. And it's kind of, he is, like, Christian existentialist, and he's talking about human condition, human sinful nature, relationship with God, and 
there are a lot of things going on. I think he's really genius, but my problem is I fall asleep whenever I read his books. And one of the, his books is like a raw youth and intelligence. And he's talking about Christian love and Christian action. And he says like this, while Christians love everyone in the world, they cannot love nearby, those people nearby. So we are called to love everyone in the world, but we cannot love people nearby. And after reading his like, description like this, and I was stuck. And I have to think about the people around me whom I cannot love well, I cannot care for well. And it was kind of easy for me to find and identify who they are. And I bet you have some people around you, you cannot care for well, you cannot love well. And Dostoevsky and his description is pretty right. In our head, we know we need to love everyone in the world. We need to love and we need to serve our God and serve our neighbors. But when it comes to the real people and real context, then we may be hesitant. Oh, I have no time. I have no energies. And you can think about these people around you. Uh, those people, they're always wanting more from you. And there is no guarantee of return. And you know that by your kind actions, they are not going to be changing. And those people who are grumpy to you, especially to you, and it is really hard to be caring and loving. And those people who makes you annoyed and bothers you. And one of my friends, and he's a pastor in a small church, and he had a kind of hard time to be uh, adjusting in his situation. You know, in Nebraska, in a small town, we know that uh, there's the expression like, everyone knows everyone. So whenever he goes, like, grocery shopping, he encounters his church members there. And he was stopped there for 30 minutes. And his church member keep talking about his, their lives. And he didn't ask, just, hey, how are you? And then uh, his church members started talking a lot. <laughs> so uh, he couldn't say no to them because he feel like it is his responsibility and duty to listen to them and care for them. You know what? There are a lot of people nearby us. It's kind of hard to caring and hard to love but these people always around us. And probably Dostoevsky, and he, he's right to say that. We are called to love everyone in the world, but we cannot love people nearby. Sometimes our care and our love are philosophical and do not have any concrete actions in our daily lives. And maybe this was the same problem James Church had, to, had, had too. And long time ago, and people came to uh, believe in Jesus Christ. They started to say that we are saved by Jesus Christ through our faith. But James, he saw the same problem in his community. Although his community had a lot of Christian people and good people, the same problem kept going on. And in chapter 2, he says that there is a brother, sister, who don't have any clothes and daily foods. But if you say just like, be fed well and stay warm, 
what is good there. You need to feed them. You need to give them clothes and warm clothes and space to live together. And if you only say you have faith in Jesus Christ, if you don't do anything, there's nothing good. So he's saying like that. If you don't have any concrete actions in your daily life, I cannot see your faith alive. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, you will bear certain fruits in your heart. You will bear certain actions in your daily lives. Actions and faith are not separable. And probably in 2021, when Matt and I came to this church, we talked about the Peace of James. It's three years ago. Probably no one can remember the time three years ago. Many things changed, right? So, and we talked about that. There is a long discussion about and regarding the balance between faith and actions and works. Faith and actions. You know that Martin Luther, he says that only faith matters. As his famous statement goes on, like sola fide, only faith, it was antithetical to Catholic, Catholic churches and their concept of works of righteousness around the time, not this time, around the time. And he says that any good actions, any good deeds do not make us closer to God. Only through faith in Jesus Christ. Only through faith Jesus Christ makes us, be, makes us to be declared by God we are justified and we are righteousness only through our faith in Christ. But he didn't say that we shouldn't do any good actions out of our faith. Sometimes Protestant church, we ignore the fact we should do some good actions and good works out of our faith and if we, if we talk about this thing, you know, like ba- the balance between works and faith, and in our real language, in a real example, I want to say like that. There is a husband, and he does every kind of work in his household, like house chores and doing laundry and cooking for uh, his children and his family and taking care of all his children. And outside, seemingly, and people like praising him, he's a really good husband. I want to have him too, like that. But what if he does everything like that, but he doesn't love his wife? But technically, it can be possible. He does everything for his church, uh, his like, family members, but he doesn't love his wife. But probably we can say he's a good husband, but he is not a loving husband. Uh, uh, for Martin Luther, like Catholic faith around the time, it looks like this. They do all kinds of good works without love, without faith. But there is a husband loving his wife so deeply. He's kind of wondering about how can I please my wife and uh, looking around, oh, there's some house chores here and doing laundry and taking care of his children and doing everything to please his wife. Then we can say now he's a loving husband and doing some works. And all kinds of works are motivated by his love toward the wife. So probably some of us will fight today Pastor Sun Lee says that if you love me, you do everything. 
right? But that's not the point, though. So, for James, it's like that. If you love, if you have faith in Jesus Christ, you do some good work. You find some around, like you see people and find their needs and do certain actions because if you have faith, you would bear some certain fruits in your heart and certain actions in your daily lives. If you say if you have faith in Jesus Christ, if you don't do anything, if you ignore your neighbors around you, that's not good. I cannot see your faith alive. That's James' point. So our works is motivated by our faith in Jesus Christ. And we know that caring is hard work. It is just not just a one-time deal, but we need to do carry this spirit every day. But we need to remember when we love God, we would do that. And we may ask God for help and God's grace, and God's grace would empower us to do this hard work. And Jesus, thankfully, he became a good example for us, and he provides what he needs when he do caring work for others. And a theologian, Marcus Borgen, he talks about, and he describes Jesus' ministry as politics of compassion. With the lens of compassion and caring, he met with people. It was a really different approach and perspective from the religious leaders around the time. The religious leader, they had the lens of purity. So they wanted to know if someone is pure or not pure, clean and unclean. They wanted to know they do certain works together or not, such as attending, attending the church service on Sunday morning or not. If they do certain works or not, if they find kind of different thing out of people, they feel uncomfortable. They cannot be with them. So when you read the New Testament, you know, they cannot meet with the people like Samaritan woman. Those people experiencing illness. Illness was regarded as being cursed by God or possessed by a demon around the time. And they cannot be with the outcast because they are not pure. They are not clean. Whenever they see people with the lens of purity, they cannot bear with them. But when you read the scripture, when you read the New Testament, especially gospel reading, we know that Jesus meets with them. Through the lens of compassion and caring, Jesus wants to see them and be friends with them. And these people were always nearby Jesus Christ, and Jesus cured them, and Jesus cared for them. So we often need to ask for God's grace God, we want to see people through the lens of compassion and caring. We want to see people as you are seeing them now. Caring is and will be our, one of the uh, guiding spirits in our church, Carney First United Methodist Church. I hope and pray for people here. Uh, I want you to be known as a caring person and caring disciples in Carney, this community, and beyond. And we have great ministry here. We have food pantry ministry, like Islam ministry. Islam ministry, especially serving people like over 200 families, not individual, but over 200 families every week. We have so dedicated people 
kind people and caring people. I want to say that I can do one or two times by my power, by my will, but more than years and years and years, we need God's help and God's grace. And in their ministry, in our ministry, Islam ministry, I see the Holy Spirit's empowerment there. We also have a care ministry and care minister. They go around and see people in a nursing home and people in shut in in their house and they go and see them in their place and pray for them and reminding them of God's promise and presence in their lives, especially those who are lonely and isolated. We go and see people out there. It's one of caring ministries we do here. And every first Sunday, we have neighbor in need basket here, and we give donation to the facility and care facility here in Kearney. And I want you to greet people warmly whenever you see the first coming people here. When, when they enter the, the sanctuary here, I want you to greet them because it is one of our values. They can feel welcomed by God through our presence. Can we do that? Nope, it's hard. Introverted. But caring is for everyone, right? Oh, not, in, not only for our church ministry, but I want us to be caring disciples in every day of our lives. And as Dostoevsky challenges us, and I want you to think about the situation and context and people nearby. You cannot care for well. You cannot love well. I want to mention that. I want to mention what I said earlier. Those people who makes you angry, and annoyed, and grumpy to you, and those people you know they are wanting more always. And you know that they are not going to be changing by your power, by your action. But with the lens of compassion and caring, the way just sees people, we want to see people again. The Holy Spirit may empower you to see them again. And I guess I want to answer to Dostoevsky. And we collectively, we want to say that we actually care for people nearby. We love for them in God's help and God's grace. We want to say that later. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you have found the topics mentioned today to be thought-provoking and meaningful. For more information about our church, ministries, and upcoming events, check out our website at carneyfirstumc.org. If you'd like to join us on Sunday in person or on live stream, our traditional services are at 8.15 and 11 a.m. And our modern service is at 9.30 a.m. We look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, go in peace and may God bless you.